Welcome to the Able Speaks podcast, where we speak to commonly asked questions by parents who have received a life-limiting diagnosis for their child. We're Daniel and Kelly Crawford, and we're glad that you've joined us. All right, welcome back to the Able Speaks podcast for part two of Dad Edition. And so, joined again by our brother, Pierce Hilbert. Hello. August's daddy-o. And if you didn't listen to part one... Uh, last episode, go check that out because that kind of sets the table for what we're going to do in this episode. And so last time we kind of talked about the heart behind one of the biggest ways, the biggest challenges that dads struggle with in this season, which is namely just staying engaged, um, comprehensively speaking. And so uh, we're going to get a little more practical this time, but you you dish it out, babe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be asking the questions today. Um, and I'm really excited about this episode. It is uh, a love language of mine. Just uh, I love all things practical and um, just pointing people in the right direction. So the question for today's episode is, what are some practical ways for dads to stay engaged? Yeah, I'll take this one uh, to start. Uh, a couple things for me. And, and, you know, as Daniel mentioned, we just kind of did a heart podcast previously, but I think they kind of tie all in together. So so the way I look at it is, uh, for me, the practical things let me connect to baby, which in then in turn helped me be empathetic to Haley, my wife, or to connect with Haley, my wife. And so it kind of is this uh, love triangle, if you will. Uh, but from practicality's sake, uh, two things uh, that I did uh, that actually Daniel urged me to do that I hate doing. Uh, one of those things was writing notes. Um, so for me, it was an extremely overwhelming task. I think you remember our conversation, but uh, my wife passed English for me. And uh, so I do not write. And so it was an overwhelming task. So I bought a uh, small moleskin and I skipped a line and I just wrote August a little note every single day. And uh, I think twofold, it did two things. One, like I said, it helped me connect with baby. Uh, two, I think it helped me connect and see God in the season. Um, so I can go back and look at, holy cow, look how I started writing uh, to look where I am today. Like I started writing with God, I don't want to see August. Uh, it's scary. And my last journal is like, I can't wait to meet uh, my baby. And so uh, that was one of the the biggest practical takeaways for me in connecting with uh, with August. And then, you know, too, I think, uh, get to know your baby. Um, so for us, it was talking to him, or we noticed that when we drank, when Haley drank coffee, he would kick. And so we would drink coffee. And after we drink coffee, we would go sit on the couch because we knew he would uh, you know, move around or whatever that might be. I think, I think those little tangible things on like, uh, getting to know your baby and it's, and it's different. Um, and a lot of times it feels weird, uh, because it's not a, uh, normal child outside of the womb. But if you still look at it as this is God's child that he has granted and given me access to and to, to shepherd on this side of heaven, um, I think it's easy to do so. And, really get to know him. So those are kind of my two things, write notes, um, and then get to know your baby by, you know, talking. I, I've seen some people uh, paint like a hand on mommy's belly and paint the fingernails for baby girls or or whatever it might be. And then I'm going to lie. I'm going to add one more. Uh, Bonus. Yeah. Pray with mama often. Um, I th- again, I think it's all this love triangle, but praying with mama helps you go with her 
uh, to God. And it's really a unique season um, because there's a lot of times in life where people suffer, but it's kind of in their own corners. And this is, I think, one of the few times where you guys are, you know, what I would call equal sufferers. And so pressing in uh, practically through things like getting to know baby, writing notes, uh, praying with, just goes a long way. And and some of the things we talked about last episode, relationship with baby, wife, and God. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, That's man. And yeah, I think all that just like, uh, don't miss the moment, you know, mm-hmm. don't yeah. miss the season. That was a message of, of what we said last time. And all of the things you laid out, I think are really helpful, tangible ways to root ourselves in that season and be present um, to ourselves and to our spouses. And so a couple other things come to my mind. Um, I think all things appointments, like medical appointments, um, you know, oftentimes we'll see dynamics with families where it's like, okay, dad has the more rigid eight to five job. And so that kind of puts more on mom's plate. Um, Well, man, I, I think it's just, if at all possible, and it might not be, but if at all possible, being present for those, I think is a big deal, especially like sonograms, um, things like that. Uh, and then, you know, play a role at those appointments. You know, e- even if you just held her hand the whole time, that's, that's invaluable. But I think there's also like, hey, yeah, take notes, ask questions. Uh, or if she's more the question asker, just jot down the question she asks and what the doctor says, um, just because it can be hard to maybe walk out of there with totally clear reflections on on everything. I think on a similar note, um, correspondence, I think hopefully you have people in your in your life and in your tribe that are tracking and love you and want to know updates and what's going on. And so, um, you know, it may be that your your wife is like, oh, I love doing that stuff. I love yeah. writing. I love communicating in which- That's not me. Yeah, that was not me. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear. I'm not married to one of those people. <laughs> no. And so that was a way and yes. still is uh, to- Say hey, let me let me take that and let me run with that as far as keeping people updated and responding to text messages and sending those emails proactively. Um, so those were a couple of tangible things in the season. I thought of uh, you touched on last time, Pierce. Just the we're not walking around with the pregnant belly, and so we're not getting the those conversations yeah. in the grocery store, the elevator, or whatever. And so something that we did, we're actually both wearing hats right now that have A's on them. And so that was something I just started wearing hats that have an A on them. And it'd be like Atlanta. And people are like, you Braves fan? And I'm like, (laughs) no, no no connection to the Braves (laughs) whatsoever. But it's this on-ramp. It's like, I actually wear these hats that have A's on them because it's my son. My son's name is Abel. And uh, and then you get, you know, a little 30-second window to kind of talk about what's going on. Um, I had a bracelet at the time before my entire, uh, before I devoted one whole appendage to being covered in tattoos that are uh, connected to things that remind me of Abel and create conversations that way. Um, Your arm, that's the appendage. My arm, that's clear. the appendage. <laughs> Sorry, but I said Great right clarification. to share that. Great clarification. <laughs> Is that even the thing? I don't know, but I just want to be clear. Okay. I thought appendages were just arms and legs. Yep. I'm just going to go on record. It Those is my, are my appendages. It is my correct. right arm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. We're going to leave that in, I think, and just keep trucking. But uh, before- it's for the men. Give them some laughs. Yeah, you know? there you go. Uh, before I had a sleeve tattoo on my right arm, which is a clear way of saying that. 
uh, I would wear a, a bracelet that has name on it too. And so that was less like maybe of a conversation sparker and it was more of just something visual that I would look down and I would see and it would just uh, help with a sense of mindfulness um, throughout the day um, because, yeah, I was still going to work and navigating other responsibilities yeah. where when I'm with Kelly, it's like, oh, yes, I'm looking at her. I'm seeing her pregnant belly. I'm, I'm, it's all of those things. So just some tangible ways yeah. visually and visibly to keep it in front of you. And then, yeah, lastly, I mean, this wasn't the case six years ago with us, but now um, a couple of other resources we would point you to. One is this podcast. And so um, something that we've been really encouraged to hear that we didn't even really think about initially when we started recording these, we just kind of wanted to build an archive of commonly asked questions. But um, we've been hearing from families that they've started listening to these little seven minute episodes together and just do one a night. Mm -hmm. And then, um, cause it can be hard to know, especially like every new day yeah. when like maybe not a lot has changed. Yep. Um, it just gives you something. It's like, all right, well, let's listen to that. And then what do we think about that? Yeah, try it, it or talk yeah, about it. Yeah, and it's yeah. less like, holy cow, let this wisdom rush over you is less what I'm saying. It's more of just like it's something related to what yeah. you're walking through, but more specific, very thinly sliced, that just gives you all something. To, how do you feel about that? Or how did yeah. that resonate with you? And what, you don't know what you don't know. Yes. So it just kind of helps like a, it's a new thing to talk about or a new way for dad for you to engage and see, oh, this is something that uh, is important to her or that she finds important that you can kind of press in to kind of help, you know, the whole topic, stay yep. engaged and uh, love on your kiddo and, and your wife in the season. So Totally. And then last but not least, uh, Kelly and I actually had the opportunity to partner with uh, Denison Ministries and we created a, a workbook, kind of a, a four-week, five days a week, so 20 devotionals basically. Um, just around walking through sorrow and suffering with a biblical worldview. And so that's something that ultimately for the families that we get connected with, we we gift to them. Um, but it's also for sale on Amazon or other places. And so that could be another opportunity of, hey, it's short, it's digestible, it's let's both uh, read that this morning, and then we can talk about that together. So kind of just another flavor of the podcast. Yeah, it's called A Parent's Guide to Sorrow and Suffering if if you want to buy it on Amazon. But um, one thing that I would say is just the Lord has created each one of us so uniquely. And so I think what is sweet in this season is that we really get to see those gifts kind of rise to the top. And that looks different for every dad, um, every mom as well. But it doesn't have to be uh, the same. You don't have to do things the same way that um, another dad or another family does, but use the gifts that God has given you. And so as Daniel said, he's a great writer, a great note taker, um, and that really blessed me when we would go to appointments and I I ask all the questions. Um, I'm a big question asker, so that's kind of how the Lord's wired me, but he's wired him in a different way. And so to utilize those strengths and gifts that God has given us— um, to, uh, first of all, steward our son's life, but also just to feel connected to one another and um, so that we can look back on the season without regrets. And so I would just say to the dads that are listening, whatever your strengths are, however the Lord has wired you, figure out a way to use those um, in this season to connect with the Lord, to connect with your wife, and to uh, lead your family. That's good. Final thoughts? Final thoughts? 
Yeah, I think uh, my final thoughts, um, just as I reading over my notes, is one of the things I thought was uh, that became helpful is I think as men we like to fix. And so often what that looked like for, for me and Haley is she would cry and I would try to, you know, make up some kind of words, bundle of words to help the situation. And one of the things that ended up being super helpful for us was just no words, just sit there and uh, cry together and just kind of press in in that way. A lot of times it's, uh, it's it, you don't need to have the perfect response to uh, the, the tears or the situation, but um, you know, as we've mentioned before, it's it's not perfection we're seeking, but presence, and that presence I feel like goes a, a long way in the the season. So that's great, and I I know we've said in other episodes, but the the goal also is not uh, the barometer with which you gauge are you doing it right and are you doing a good job is not is not to be mirror reflections of one another in terms of how are we emoting, and how often are we crying or how often are we angry like it the way that it works out in each individual can be different. And I think the goal is just that intangible knowing and sense of like, hey, but we're together in this, you know? And so I think what you just did uh, laid out is yet another way of just non-verbally communicating that most important of things. And so um, I think that's the place we'll wrap it up. The little two-episode Father's Edition. I hope this is helpful And um, we're going to see you next time on the Able Speaks podcast. Hey, friends, thanks for listening in. We hope this content has been helpful. At Able Speaks, we exist to support families who have chosen to carry a child with a life-limiting diagnosis. And we want you to know that the foundation of that support is rooted in relationships. And so if you are a parent in this circumstance, then by all means, continue listening in but we'd really encourage you to reach out by sending an email to support at ablespeaks.org. Again, our heartfelt prayer is that this episode has served you in some way and that we might have the opportunity to serve you further in the future. The Able Speaks podcast is produced, mixed, and edited by the team at Sound of a Rose.